Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Hello, welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Samantha Marcus from sunny Los Angeles. And today we're going to be talking about some fantastic movies. We're going to be talking about Noah, Shazam, Dumbo, Chloe, the Kids' Choice Awards, wow, and Sonic Boom, here comes the boom. Right now we're going to be talking to Nathalia, who is from Los Angeles and is 10, and we're also going to be talking to Sanaya Rain, who's from New Jersey and is 11, about the new movie Noah. Welcome to the show, guys. Hi, how are you? Hi, thank you for having us. I'm great. I hope you guys are doing so well. I'm so happy to be talking about Noah. I don't know much about it, though, so I want you guys to tell me. So we'll start with you, Sanaya Rain. What did you think about the film Noah? Well, at first, I didn't think I was going to like it just because normally I don't watch movies to this type of topic. But as I started watching it, it actually got really good and it started being really interesting. That's great. I'm so happy to hear that. And Nathalia, what did you think about it? I agree with her. You know, at first I was unsure about it. I didn't get to read the whole plot, the backstory. But then when I started getting into it, I can really see how it really proves how this this whole DVD was memorable, very exciting. It was truthful, very teachable, and it was actually very intriguing. As you start getting really deep into it, you get to see the interesting perspective. And it's very extraordinary as a Bible story comes to life on the big screen. So many people can enjoy this. That's great. Wow. And um, Natalia, if you could tell us a little bit about Noah, I would really appreciate that. Yeah, so Noah is overall about the character called Noah, who was a dedicated Jehovah Witness and believer of Jesus as well, along with his family. So once you get into it, you'll see how Joah gets a little speech from Father himself, which is the Jesus, while he was just working on some finishing touches on his garden because he also was a gardener as well. Um, so as he heard the voice of Jesus, Jesus told him that there will be a massive flood and him and his family will be the only one to survive. So he will have to create this ark with two animals of each species and kind on the boat. And his brother actually is the king of the enemies who are not even believers of Jesus. So it kind of was hard to bring his brother, brother on board, which you'll see the outcome towards the end of the film when you watch it. But very interesting to see his way, how he goes along and never gives up. Wow, that's actually really fascinating. I've never really watched a movie like this before, and I haven't seen it, so I can't wait to. Um, But Sanaya Rain, I have another question for you. So um, Nathalie was just talking about Noah and how he doesn't give up and how he has all these tasks to do. So was Noah your favorite character, or did you have another one? I mean, I kind of thought that, like, me being a girl and me, like, of course, empowering girls more than boys because they always think that they're better than us. I really thought that um, the women of this story were my favorite characters because they they even had their own song singing about how they made the baskets, and that was one of the most important things on the arc. And that was just a little inspiring to me as how women actually helped out into the arc as to the men did not disagree with them. Nathalia, can you tell me like what your favorite scene was? My favorite part of the overall play slash film is that this is a physical film. It's not really um, 
when you ask me what's my favorite part, it's not necessarily in the film, but I love how it was a physical film, which allowed me to see the backstory that all leads up to the ending. Because I feel like if it was animated, I wouldn't get a much serious perspective as I did with the physical characters. And I also loved how this play is not animated, and I'm able to see real reactions and like in actions and how they react to them. You know, that's actually the first time that I've heard somebody use the word physical film, and that's actually really interesting because I totally agree with you, and I think that animated films, although they're very cute and they're inspiring and everything, sometimes, like, having a real film is very is very good. So I actually, like, really appreciate that. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today, we're going to be talking about some fantastic films. We're going to be talking about Noah, Shazam, Dumbo, Chloe, The Kids' Choice Sports, Sonic Boom, Here Comes the Boom. And right now, we're talking to Nathalia and Sanaya Rain about the new film, Noah. So, we were just talking about how this film, although it's not animated, it still gets every reaction that you could possibly find. It's very intriguing, entertaining. I mean, this film has everything. So, I'm really happy to be talking to you both about this. Now, Sanaya Rain, when you found out that you had to see this film, were you really excited? Were you a little, like, on the fence? I mean, what was your reaction? I mean, my reaction was a little, oh, I don't know if I'm going to like this. I don't know what I'm going to do. But at first, like I said before, I was not sure about it. But when you actually start watching it, you're, some people might actually like it, even if they don't wa- normally watch the topic. And that's kind of like me. Because, like I said before, it's not something I would normally watch. But it is very intriguing to see about the Bible life between Noah and his family and how Jehovah and Jesus, everybody helped him connect to the ark and his family getting closer together. That's so true. And yeah, I was actually just going to ask you about that. What was it like seeing this film? Because it wasn't like one that maybe you were drawn to or really interested in in the beginning. So what was it like for you to watch that compared to, you know, when you watch You've probably watched other movies where you're really excited to see yeah. them, but what was it like to see a movie that, like, wasn't maybe going to be your favorite? It was it was a little different. It was unique to me because um, normally I'm a little outside of the box with things, so I actually like doing something that was different for a change. That's so great. I think that's really important, especially, like, just a life lesson in general, that we should all do things that really we might not be interested in or maybe see movies that we might not be interested in as well because you never know. I mean, movies nowadays are just like, they can really surprise you. So I'm so happy about that. Now, Natalia, since I know this film is about Noah, but was there any part of the film, and I think Sanaya Rain was talking about this earlier, about being a girl and relating to the film. I mean, how did you relate to the film in any way? I related to the film um, because... I am also dedicated to Jesus, and I always, I also relate to this film because not only that, that I'm related to Jesus, and I'm, I'm always um, praying and always never thinking the, the bad side of what could happen, just like Noah did, but I also can re- relate to this film in general because it really proves a message not to give up, and, you know, I've, everyone goes through times where they feel like they, sh- they just should just stop and not keep trying because they were, it's worthless. But just like Noah did in his character, he went through so many challenges to overcome, to be to grow and build an ark with his family. And as his brother was destroying it multiple times, he never gave up. So that really proves how I relate to this film. I think that that's super important as well, because we should never give up. And it's really important to relate to movies because that makes them even more enjoyable. So I'm so happy to hear that. 
Now, Sanaya Rain, I have a question for you. So, do you think that there should be, like, a Noah 2, or do you think that there will be? Because based on the um, part of what you were just talking about, like, do you think that there should be more in this, or do you think that they covered everything? I mean, I feel like there should be more, because in normally almost every movie, there's never an ending. And, well, sometimes there is, but sometimes there's not an ending. And we don't know what happens after they get off the... Well, I don't want to give too much, but after if they do succeed or not succeed, we don't know what happens after that. So it would be really great to see another one. Yeah, I agree, too. I would love to see another one, too, because this movie just sounds really great. And I can't wait to see it. And I hope that all of you listening will go out and see this film, too, because it sounds great. So, Natalia, I want to ask you, I know we were, like, kind of talking about the ending a little bit, and I don't want you to give anything away, but based on the ending, like, did you think it was satisfying? Did you, were you really surprised? Like, how was it? Well, to be honest, I did take a few breaks pausing to get a cup of juice because I was dehydrated at the time. But I it really, as I was replaying back and forth to see the rest of the film, it really, towards the end, made me realize how... Overall, the story made sense. And as um, she was stating before you asked me, she explained how she was hoping for that there would be a great idea to create another sequel to it. And I agree with her because I feel that there was a great ending towards the end. And we got to see the overall success and maybe a few bumps on the way. But it really overall was satisfying because I got to see what their life was being going through that rough time. And I, I would want to see another one because I'd love to see their journey now. Oh, yeah, yeah. I totally think that's true. I think that's true. And um, it's especially important in movies nowadays. Like, I feel like they don't include everything, and even in DVDs, too. But um, just to, like, have more, because that's what the viewer wants. They always want more. So that's great. And Sanaya Rain, what would you say is the age rating for this film? I would say it's, like, maybe from 6 to ages 12, because... Um, some kids under the age of six might not understand, might not understand and process things in the film well. Okay, yeah, that sounds great. Well, six and twelve-year-olds, make sure you watch this film because it sounds great. And Nathalia, what would you say is a star rating? Oh, I would definitely have to give this film as play, play as film, a five out of five stars. You should go see this film because even if you do, you are not a believer of Jesus, it shares important messages for all for not to give up, to keep your head in the keep your head up and not look, look on the bad side. And it also shares important messages to just be who you are and don't be afraid. Just like Noah was he he wasn't afraid to stop speaking about the gospel of God. He kept on going and he was true to himself. So I really think I'd give this five out of five stars because it really shares important messages that maybe others don't see. But I Definitely, it definitely caught the sight of my eye. Wow. Well, thank you so much, Sanai, Rain, and Nathalia for talking about Noah because it sounds like it was really great. So I can't wait to check it out. Thank you. Sure. So we're going to take a quick break. I'm Samantha Marcus from Los Angeles. And today you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Also, today's show is sponsored by Tito and the Birds. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
To become a Kids First Film critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm Saiba and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking about Noah and next we'll be talking with Zoe about Shazam. Welcome to the show, Zoe. Hi. Hi. So I'm so excited to watch this film, but I haven't heard anything about it. So you've got to tell me everything. So what did you think about the movie and what is it about? Well, the film is mainly about a boy named Billy and he he thinks that he can take care of himself. So every time he goes into a foster home, he usually tries to escape. And then one family takes him in and they have they believe in him and they have faith. And he gets into a fight at school, so he kind of escapes it by coming into a subway. And with that, there, oh, there's an old wizard, and he basically chooses someone with who's pure of heart to basically become Shazam. So that happened to Billy, and so he told his best friend Freddy about it, and he is, like, all about superheroes. He knows everything about it. He is, like, he's obsessed with them. And so... Basically, they team up together, and Billy, he is Shazam, and he tries to, like, find out all his superpowers and stuff um, with Freddy along the way. And then they kind of face lots of obstacles along the way, and then his foster family finds out about it, and then they kind of got stuck. And then in the end, everything works out. Ooh, that sounds like such a great movie with lots of good moments. But um, how did you feel on watching this movie? There seems to be a lot going on in it. Yeah, I um, I was really happy because this film is very original. And I love it when there's like a different film that's not like every other other film. And because this film is a superhero film, so I was expecting it to be like, I wasn't, I was definitely not expecting this. Most superhero films are told in a more serious tone. Well, this one is a comedy. And I thought it was so cool how usually superheroes are like 
an adult, but this one is actually a child that looks like an adult. And I thought that it made this film so much better than it already is. That's wonderful. Yeah. DC is usually known for being sort of dark and um, there's like no comedy at all in their movies. And so it's very unusual that DC would have such a movie. But compared to other DC movies and similar to what you said, how do you think or why do you think they came out with this movie and how do you think it really differs? Well, I think that they came out with this film because they wanted something different. And not only always to just be everything so serious. And I also feel like it. this would be more like there would be more relation to new generations, especially because and this also makes the, the film more kid friendly and able for like more kids to enjoy superheroes. And I also think that they made this film because they wanted Shazam to kind of be a role model for young kids as well. Yeah, that's a really good point. Now thinking about a lot of DC movies, they're meant for like older teenagers, but I could see Shazam being a, a movie intended for younger audiences as well. So um, from the trailer, to me, it seems like a comedy. Is that right? Yes, there's lots of comedy in this film. It's basically throughout the film that it's just constant comedy. But I also feel like if this film didn't have the amount of comedy that it does, it wouldn't technically be Shazam. Like, I feel like the comedy just kind of really brought it all in and made this film Shazam. That's so wonderful and really important. And so, um, what did you think about the humor? Were you, like, constantly laughing? Was it really good humor? I think that it is very good humor. I was, yes, I was constantly laughing, and I I really enjoyed it. And all, I didn't think that, oh, this is too funny. Like, I didn't, I didn't really think that there was too much comedy. I think there was just the perfect amount. And it definitely kept me entertained throughout the entire film, which I was really impressed about. That's so wonderful to hear. You are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today we're talking about Noah, Shazam, Dumbo, Chloe, Kids Choice Awards, and Sonic Boom, Here Comes the Boom. So we were just talking about how much comedy is in this film, but like you said, it was not too much and not too little. And um, so I was wondering, it's a two-hour long movie, or over two hours, which is fairly long, but um, did you ever feel there was a moment that you were like, oh, when is this going to be over? Or were they able to keep hitting it and keeping you interested? Honestly, I feel like in some films I do feel like that. But this one, it was so entertaining throughout the entire film that I was very intrigued. Also, the actors who were in the film were sitting right next to me and I was like freaking out and that also kind of kept me like, I don't want to leave the theater. Whoa, that's so cool. But I definitely feel like, sorry, that's my dog. Um, I definitely... (laughs) I, um, no, the film, I definitely felt like it was always just intriguing and there was never really a time where like you got bored at all. Wow, that's really cool. And so you mentioned that you were sitting next to the actors. Did you also get to um, speak to them or interview them? Yes, actually, I did the red carpet for this film, which I thought was, well, it wasn't a red carpet. It was more of an electric carpet. But yeah, I did get the chance to speak to them. And then the next day I interviewed them again. And I felt like it was such an honor. And they were all amazing in the film. Like the acting was very good. That's awesome. And so can you tell me a little bit more about your experience with um, speaking to the cast? 
Well, speaking with the cast, it was very good. Um, the cast members themselves, they were actually, like, they were very funny as well. And it was a big honor and I feel like when I saw them on the big screen I was like wow that is so cool that they did that and then I look next to me and they're sitting right there and I was like oh okay and when I was talking to them they definitely like they weren't very boring like other interviews like when someone just like answers and you're like okay next question it was very it was very entertaining for me as well um just like the movie that's so wonderful to hear. And so going back to the movie, um, how was the villain's role? I always feel like in superhero movies, the villain has to be really good or it could hinder the movie. But what did you think? I thought that the villain in this film was really cool. At the beginning, you see him as a young boy. And then you see him transform into like this evil villain who is very dark. And I was like, wow, I remember seeing him at the beginning of this film, like all insecure and like just sad and feeling left out. And just like to see him like bounce back as this like evil villain who I thought like he he looked like a villain. Like as soon as I saw him in the adult version of him, like I could tell, OK, this guy is a villain. And I um, I definitely thought that he was a good like fit. And the actor who played it, I feel like he was a very good villain in the film. <laughs> awesome that is cool and I I love it when in superhero movies they build up their villain and it sounds like they did this by showing him in the beginning and I think that's absolutely amazing so what was the highlight for you in watching this film well I honestly think that it was a comedy <laughs> because when I look at superhero films I I'm like I like all like the action pack and everything but I feel like this film just brought so much more, especially to the superhero itself. And there was lots of comedy and I felt like it was very enjoyable like for everyone, even like for adults. Like I know that my mom loved it and other people who were there as well. I know that they definitely loved this film. And I felt like how much comedy and like stuff that they put into this film that made it just so much more different from other films. I felt like that definitely just like made me very happy to know that there's another film out there that's different from all the others. Yeah, that's really amazing. I feel like we really did need a fresh um, superhero movie because there have been so many in the past few years just coming out. It feels almost every month. And so it's really nice to hear that it's refreshing and it sounds like it's going to be a great movie. So did you have a favorite character in the film? There seems to be quite a few fun personalities. Yeah, I Shazam was obviously the main character in this film and everything. But I think that Freddie, he he like his acting was amazing uh, like in the film and I feel like he definitely did a very good job impersonating the role of Freddie and I I think he was one of my favorites cuz he his acting was on point. Awesome. And which character is Freddie again? Um, he is, I guess you can call him Billy's brother. He is um, part of the foster family that adopted Freddie. So they're basically best friends in the film, like, as they get to know each other. Or I guess you could say his best friend, who's also his half-brother. Awesome. Sounds like an awesome character. And going back to the acting, it seems like um, 
there's two actors who are playing the same character, right, for Shazam. So how are the actors able to do that? Did it really feel like um, it was one character but two actors, or did it feel like one actor and um, one character? I definitely thought that it was one character. I definitely thought that it was one character throughout the film. Even though I knew that they were two separate actors, I felt that it was one person and I felt the connection between them two. And Zachary Levy, he was he did amazing for the role and um of Shazam. And I felt like he definitely made it seem like he was a teenager, like fourteen years old. And when you see him acting like that or like such a child, you definitely feel like it's the same character because they basically have the same personality, even though they don't look the same on the outside. I feel like their character on the inside was definitely extremely similar. And I thought it was one character throughout the entire film. That is awesome. And so finally, what would you say the age range and star rating would be? I think ages 5 through 18 would definitely enjoy this film. And of course, it's also as well, because I feel like since the like how relatable it is for young kids, I feel like it was definitely for five-year-olds. And I would probably give this film a five out of five stars, because I, I honestly love this film. I'm not a huge fan of superhero films, but this one definitely like impressed me a lot. And uh, I think it deserves a five out of five stars. Yay, that makes me personally really happy because seeing the trailer, I wasn't sure. I was I was hoping that it would be a really good film, but there were no reviews out yet, and I was concerned because I wanted to watch it. But hearing everything you just told me makes me so happy and all the more excited to go watch Shazam. So thank you so much for speaking with me today, Zoe. Thank you for having me. Of course, so be sure to check out Shazam in theaters on April 5th. I know I will. And so let's take a break. I'm Sahiba, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by Tito and the Birds. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. To become a Kids First film critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First film critics boot camps in three cities, New York, Washington, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. 
are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. Hello and welcome back. I'm your host, Samantha Marcus from Los Angeles, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking about the newest movie, Shazam, and next we're going to be talking with Zoe, who's from Miami and is 10, about the new film, Dumbo. Well, when I think of Dumbo, I think of elephants, but that's probably not what we're going to be talking about, or is it? But we'll find out in just a second. So, Zoe, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. So, tell me about Dumbo and what you thought about it. Well, Dumbo is basically a young elephant who has oversized ears, which enable him to fly. And he definitely helps a struggling circus that is, like, where he is born. And... I thought it was a very good film. From the trailer, I was very excited because I was, I remember growing, like when I was very, very little, I used to love Dumbo. And I did like this film. There were a couple things that I didn't like, but other than that, I thought this was an amazing film. Wow, that's so cool. Yeah, Dumbo just makes me feel so happy. He has those big ears, and that's so cool that he can fly. I am so intrigued, and I love Dumbo, too, so I can't wait to see it again. And um, you said there were some things that you didn't like about it. Do you care to elaborate on that? Sure. I didn't really like how, if you look at the background of scenes or just the setting on some scenes, it kind of feels like another film that's just trying to recreate, like going back in time. Which I do feel like Dumbo could be told, and like because I know it is a classic and it was told around those times where it's showing. But I didn't like how similar it looked to other films. And also, I felt like there was an actress in the film. I'm sorry, I forgot her name. But she, I feel like she didn't really show that much emotion, especially when she found out that Dumbo, like, he can fly. Like, she just kind of, like, had a straight face at the beginning of the film, which kind of bothered me. But other than that, I thought it was a fantastic film. Yeah, if I found out an elephant could fly, I definitely wouldn't have a straight face. I'd be like, oh, my God, like, only if elephants could fly (laughs) in real life. That would be so cool. Like, I would always go to the zoo. But anyway, Ma, that's really interesting that you say that. I really admire how you pay so much attention to the details in the film because, you know, it it just makes it really intriguing, especially to other viewers who really want to know more about that. So that's fantastic. I want to know, Dumbo, like... He probably would be my favorite character, but I can't really say. But I want to know, what would you say your favorite character was? Was it Dumbo? Was it the girl that you were talking about? I mean, who was it? It would have to definitely be Dumbo because um, he was born differently from most elephants and he had big ears. And most people didn't really like Dumbo for that. But he was very strong throughout the film. And not to mention, he was adorable. It was a baby elephant who could fly um, that's pretty awesome. I just wanted to say, and he, like, even though it's not a real character or, like, a real person, he had to definitely be my favorite character, especially from all the life he gave to the, um, to the film. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree with you. I mean, Dumbo just sounds like a fantastic character. I mean, who wouldn't love him? So, that's great. And I want to know, I want to know what your favorite scene was, because especially with a character like Dumbo, who's so happy, and he's, like, got these big ears and he's just so fun like I'm sure there were so many scenes in the film that you were just so excited to see what was your favorite scene my favorite scene would have to definitely be when Dumbo not when they first discovered that he could fly but when he moves on to a bigger circus I don't want to spoil too much on that but then so he ends up flying 
for the circus, like as an act. And um, he was separated from his mom. And I definitely loved when he just flew out of the circus because they had this plan. I don't want to spoil too much. Um, but when he was definitely like reunited with his mom towards like kind of the end of the movie, I felt like that was so special and heartwarming. And I loved it. It made me cry a little. <laughs> oh, that's so great. Oh, you had these emotions throughout the film. Yeah, I definitely think that um, Gumbo is cute. And Dumbo, especially him in the circus, like that just sounds so fun. Like, I just can't wait to see this. You know, what's also important, I think, is the morals and messages that these films provide, because I find that a lot of, like, kid-friendly films, they really, like, it strikes a chord with you in your heart. Like, these films are just, like, the messages that they provide are just fantastic. So I wanted to know if there was a message in the film that really you could relate to, or maybe not. I mean, what do you think? I wanted to talk about the message of this film so much. I... I feel like I can relate to the message of this film. It's basically that even if we're different, doesn't mean that we should be treated differently or just because we are different doesn't mean that we're any less um, talented or because what our differences make us beautiful. And I feel like that like, shows a lot of our personality. And in the show, it kind of shows um, the t- in the movie, it shows how um, even if we're different, we are still amazing and we can be capable of so many things. And I love that message. I was like, I've been so excited to talk about it. And well, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that there's so much pressure, especially nowadays in society for everybody to like fit in. So not many people want to be different, especially in school. Like when I was in high school, everybody wants to fit in. Like everybody's wearing the same clothes. Everybody's like on Instagram and Facebook. Like everyone's doing everything. And I feel like a lot of the times, like if you, people who don't do that stuff, they feel different and it's okay to be different. I mean, especially like people love people who are different. I love people who are different, especially like kids first reporters like yourself and myself, like we're different. We're actually like speaking our opinions and most people like wouldn't do that. So I think it's so important that this film talks about being different and um, my last question to you is, what would you say is the age rating and the star rating? I think that the age range would probably be from 5 to 12, because the movie is very, it's very kid-friendly. And, of course, adults would also like it, but I feel like 12-year-olds would probably um, like it more than teenager. I think the star rating was probably going to be a 4.5 because out of 5 stars, because it wasn't just... I did like it. Uh, I was probably going to expect some more from Dumbo. Not hit the character, but like from the film itself. I do think it deserves a solid 4.5 out of 5 stars. Well, that's great to hear. Thank you so much, Zoe, for talking about Dumbo. It was a pleasure. Thank you. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today we're going to be talking about Noah, Shazam, Dumbo, Chloe, the Kids' Choice Awards, and Sonic Boom, Here Comes the Boom. Right now we're going to switch over and we're going to talk to Malika, who's from L.A. and is 11, about Chloe. Welcome to the show, Malika. Hi, thank you for having me. We're so excited to talk to you, so please tell us about Chloe. I mean, definitely a unique title. I haven't heard anything about this before, so I'd love to hear it. Chloe is about a little plover chick. His name is Chloe, of course, the title of the movie. And he gets left behind while his flock migrates to the south. And he doesn't know how to fly. So that's what's the bummer. What I really felt about this movie is that it dragged on a little bit. So it's kind of hard for me to stay engaged with the movie. But the movie has a lot of potential to it. And I really like the movie. He meets a lot of people in the movie, and including Guy Ron, 
which is probably like second main person. And he is voiced by John Stamos, which most people know from Full House. And yeah, that's what Floyd's about. Wow, so that sounds so sad, like, being left behind, like, I just, I don't know, that makes me really sad, but it's about a little chick and his experiences, so that should be great. How was the animation? I felt like the animation was missing the depth to it. I felt like it was very old school, not really like what we have now, like, all the new animations, and I felt like they could have put more to the animation, but... It wasn't that very colorful and vibrant, like, compared to Trolls. It's not that vibrant or colorful. Wow, well, that's so great to hear. I mean, definitely, like, adding some depth to it probably would have made it a little more, like, relatable and intriguing. But I'm sure that this film, like, covered all avenues and was really great. Because is Chloe your favorite character? Or would you say it would be somebody else? I would say Guyron would be my favorite character because he's lovable, he's smart, he's funny, he has great comedic timing, and there's just something about Guyron that, like, just pulls me in. He's he's very interesting. Hmm, Guyron. That's a really cool name. Like, I wish, like, my name was, like, as cool as that. Well, that's, Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, that sounds, like, super cool. And um, would you say that you had the, a favorite scene or a favorite moment where you're like, wow, like, that's so cool or that's amazing? Or maybe a moment where you're like, huh, maybe I wish they, like, added more to this. My fa- Well, a part that I wish they would probably fix was when they go against one of the really bad guys. His name is Shadow. And they go against him. That's where I felt the dragging part. And I felt like they're some unnecessary characters or scenes that cause the movie to drag a lot but yeah I mean if you haven't seen the film for those of you listening like definitely listen to what she's saying because sometimes like there are these scenes that drag out a lot but it definitely sounds like a super cool movie and what were your expectations like when you were watching this film because definitely like if I knew it was about this like baby chick and experiences and, like shadow and Guyron like and all these things like I would definitely have like really high expectations because I love animated films and um, especially like you were just talking about trolls and like up and all these films yeah. there's so much to like live up to so like what was your expectation? Well, my expectations were very high just because the storyline was very intriguing. And when people hear about this, like you hear about, oh, a baby chick got left behind, your heart just melts. And you're like, I really want to watch this movie. And when I watched the movie and like the background music, I felt like the background music was very sad, very depressing just because of the storyline that he got left behind. And I felt like most of the movie was focusing on the sad part that he got left behind other than oh look you met a friend he can help you you know all of that but other than that I think the movie was really good but my expectations were really high I was expecting a lot more background music and more more action really wow well that's fantastic and my last question to you is what would you say is the age and the star rating the age rating I would give it is four to ten years old I was thinking of my younger cousins or some friends that I knew that were younger than me or older than me that would watch it so I think that age range would really like it but I don't think adults would sit through it and my star rating is three out of five stars 
Yeah, well, thank you so much, Malika, for talking about this film, Chloe. Like, I, it was so great talking to you. And, yeah, I definitely, like, think you analyzed it super well, and I can't wait to see it. Thanks for having me. You're so welcome. So we're going to take a quick break. I'm Samantha Marcus from Los Angeles, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is also sponsored by Tito and the Birds. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. To become a Kids First film critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. tuned in to kids first coming attractions on the voice america kids channel Shh, turn off your phone another movie review is coming up hey welcome back i'm sahiba and you're listening to kids first coming attractions we've been talking about noah shazam dumbo and chloe and next we'll be talking with natalia about the kids choice awards welcome to the show natalia thank you so much for having me Of course, this sounds like such a cool experience, and I can't wait to hear all about it. So, tell me about your experience at the Kids' Choice Awards. Well, it was definitely the most slimiest, hottest, most celebrated night of the year. It was the 32nd Annual Awards. I mean, you can't believe it. It was last Saturday. Hottest acts of music, TVs, movies, social media, and way more movies just under one roof. So I have to say it was pretty exciting to be under that roof with so many other categories of nominated people, such as David Dobrik, so many more YouTubers, and many celebrity stars. Really fun. I had a great experience. Wow, that sounds like a really great experience and like so much fun. So uh, what did you get to see and did you get to meet anyone? Well, I had to say I had a, quite a view. I mean, I was at the top. I got to see all the performances. Even before that, when I got to interview some of the cast from all your fan favorite Nickelodeon shows, such as Game Shakers, we have many, many more. So I think, yeah, definitely I got to meet many people, including Amigos um, who performed. 
I got to meet DJ Callie, the host. I got to meet many more from the Goldbergs cast. So many others, not just Nickelodeon cast and more, but and many other supporters and social stars such as Baby Ariel. I mean, it was just an amazing time I had. And I got to view so much of the slime. Some of my friends even got slime. What a funny thing I got to see. Wow, that sounds awesome. And so can you tell me a little bit more about these interviews and um, what you asked your interviewees and what you got to learn from them? Well, the Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards aired live on the network from the Gallon Center on Saturday. And DJ Kelly was hosting, so he was also nominated for Favorite Male Artist. So I was pretty interested in what he had to say. And I, uh, another, a few other people that I got to interview were, um, I got to interview Robert Downey Jr., who was also from Iron Man, a big star, if you haven't seen him, and Liza Koshy, so much more. And a few questions I asked them was a little bit, uh, it was a very fun night, very classy, so I just wanted to get some fun out of them. And I played a quick game of Slime or Save, where I went well, asked them some quick questions of who they want to slime and save. A lot of people, I'll tell you, wanted to slime the host, DJ Cowie. And I asked them a few more questions about what is it like being able to work with the Nickelodeon cast? How does it feel to be a part of this growing family? I mean, they've been a part of this family for so long. And I also have to say, um, some other nominees were great sets. We had the, the whole host from... Um, Nickelodeon's Crash Leads. We had Annie LeBlanc from Nickelodeon's Annie versus Haley. So much more nominee lineup and show host revealed by Double Dare's Liza Koshy. So much more, but I had an amazing time. Wow, what a fun-filled time. And I can't believe you interviewed Robert Downey Jr. That, to me, is the coolest thing because I'm a huge, 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 huge fan of Iron Man. So that is amazing. Um, so... Yeah. <laughs> Tell me, you've been mentioning slime several times, and yes. I've not really seen Nickelodeon Choice Awards. Um, and so tell me more about the slime. What's their ritual or what's going on? Well, as you know, probably, I'm wondering, do you ever, have you ever watched Nickelodeon before? I have seen a couple shows, but not too many. Well, Nickelodeon is full of fun, catchy, very exhilarating and intriguing shows that also mention slime. And if you've ever been to the Kids' Choice Awards, which probably you've never been, I'm guessing? No. Well, well you're, you would have a blast if you ever went. I mean, so much fun, but back to what I was saying. You know, if you, it's full of fun, exciting, and it's just Hollywood's best and brightest night and the slime is always a huge aspect i mean everybody wants to get slimed it's such an honor i mean getting slime would kind of be a mess but realizing that it's nickelodeon slime you it would be an honor you would be so surprised so like starstruck i mean it's nickelodeon you're being slimed by the same slime fellow other famous people have and i just have to say the reason why dj cali was one of the reasons is because his um he's a father of Kelly, you know, sweetly, and he has revealed to E.T. last month, adding that he's been to the award show with his two-year-old son, Asad, and he loved it. Another reason why is because he wanted to touch and feel the amazingness of slime, is what he had told me. And in addition to the usual awards, this year's shows includes five new categories, categories, including slime, favorite superhero, and favorite gamer, and so much more. So slime plays a huge aspect, never gets left out. But I have to tell you one hilarious story. Of when Jace Norman was receiving his award from favorite male TV show, um, 
actor, and he's from Nickelodeon's Henry Danger, if you know. And he got slimed in an instant of three seconds of saying his thank you speech. It was inspiring for the three seconds, and then the next expiring, all you can hear is blah, blah, blah. But it was pretty fun. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. And so what was the best thing of your experience and the most ultimate memory that you'll have of um, being at the Kids' Choice Awards? OMG, you're giving me so much to think about. I mean, it was amazing, thrilling. I mean, so many words to describe this. I don't even know where to start. But I can't even say what my favorite. But I have to say one of the most starstrucky moments was meeting Quavo from the sing group Migos. The reason why, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> the reason why I, it was so starstruck to meet Quavo is because when you're listening to his music regularly, you're thinking, when I meet him, I'm not going to be that scared. I'm just going to say hi. I might get a little scared. But then when you actually meet him, this feeling in your body feels kind of crinkly and weird. And then once you, um, I took a picture with him, and he gave me a hug, and it's just so, like, it's different. It's like, wait. And then it's like, as I was feeling that, I, my eyes started to widen, and my body was like, oh, like that feeling. And it felt so weird to touch, to touch Quavo, who, I mean... It was just ex- like exciting, and I I couldn't I didn't know how to feel. That had to be the most memorable and exciting moment I had the Kids Choice Awards. That sounds phenomenal, and it's been so much fun to talk to you about this so exciting event. And I will be sure to watch um, the next. <laughs> Um, Kids Choice Awards because they sound like a lot of fun and I think I want to see some people get slimed so thank you so much for talking with me um, Natalia yes it was so fun and I just have to remind you if you ever do see the Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards it'll be the best and brightest and celebrated um, TV show that you'll ever see on Nickelodeon and definitely it's going to be slimy and I hope that if you ever get the chance to go you get to be slimy because I know that must be your dream <laughs> yes now it for sure is so thank you so much Natalia once again thank you for having me of course so you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today we're talking about Noah, Shazam, Dumbo, Chloe. We just got done talking about the Kids' Choice Awards. And next we'll be talking with Jolene about Sonic Boom, Here Comes the Boom. Welcome to the show, Jolene. Thank you for interviewing me. Of course. I'm so excited to hear everything you have to tell me about this DVD. I love Sonic, so I can't wait to hear what you have to say. So um, what did you think of the show? Um, I thought it was very entertaining, and it's it's definitely different from other DVDs and other, like, you know, cartoon shows because the plot lines in here were unexpected and... Um, usually there's a villain and a protagonist and they just fight all the time but in this one it was interesting because sometimes they would befriend each other there was like some backstabbing and all that so it was very interesting oh that sounds very fun and yeah completely unusual but um so who is your favorite character? I mean, there seems to be a lot of the characters from the original video games and maybe some new ones. So what did you think? And who is your favorite? Um, my favorite character would have to be Dr. Eggman, who is the antagonist, the villain in the episodes. Um, just because um, he's a very 
round and dynamic character as in like his personality is not just oh he's an evil guy who tries to do bad like he has this whole backstory and sometimes you can see that the only reason that he messes with Sonic and his friends is for attention and he just wants someone to hang out with and someone to bother so I thought it was very interesting to see a villain in a cartoon movie that was very very different and yeah dynamic and round <laughs> that's so funny uh, when you said that I was like I, I could be Dr. Eggman I mean I've bothered my brother a lot you know but um, that's so funny it's funny that they make a villain who could actually be relatable and I also love Dr. Eggman I used to play him a lot um, on the video game <laughs> but anyways um, so what did you think of the animation um, the animation was very good, and um, the characters, they I've never seen characters like them before. Of course, they're supposed to be animals, but they, I don't know, to me, they don't really look like animals. They look almost like some sort of alien, which is not bad. I just like how it's different, so then again, it can like intrigue us and make us interested in the movie. Yeah, that sounds really cool. And so would you say these characters, they could be from our world or it's made to seem that way? Or are they from like a completely different planet? Their body type and the way they look makes them look like they're from a different planet. But the environment they're in, um, they have like, they have normal things like an island, the beach, and like, um, they have like stores and all that stuff. So the place that they are at could be Earth, but they don't look like they're from Earth. <laughs> so maybe they're like in a un, um, not discovered area of Earth yet, yeah. perhaps. <laughs> yeah, so um, what did you think of the animation? Um, the animation itself, um, I thought it was okay because I like animation where the facial expressions, you can really see their reactions and their emotions in the facial expressions. Um, I could definitely tell what they were feeling, but it wasn't, it wasn't that detailed in a way. And um, it could be better, but it was pretty good. Okay, I see. It's always important to see those facial expressions. This show sounds hilarious, sweet, um, and cute, and everything packed in one. And I really, really want to watch this. And after everything you said, it's making me super excited. So um, what would you say the age range and star rating would be? Um, the age range would be from 6 to 9. And um, I would give it four out of five stars just because the animation wasn't great. But I loved, loved the plot and the stories and the episodes. Wonderful. Thank you so, so, so much, Jolene, um, for talking to, to me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. I love talking with you, too. Thanks so much for joining us. You have been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To watch our latest reviews of the latest films, DVDs, TV shows, music, and apps, and to learn how you can jo join our Kids First Film Critics team, go to www.kidsfirst.org. Be sure to check out our 
YouTube channel and look for our reviews on Press for Kids, KidsWorld.com, and Kidsville News. This show is produced by the Coalition for Quality Children's Media for Voice America and iHeartRadio. Today's show is sponsored by Tito and the Birds. I'm Sahiba. Thank you so much for listening and see you next week. again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know more about which movies are playing and can make an informed decision. Tune in again next week.